Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week we're discussing Boba Fett, Chapter 6, From the Desert Comes a Stranger. So let's get into it with the recap. Cobb Vanth, Marshal of Moss Pelgo, confronts and shoots Pike Spice Runners. Elsewhere, Din Djarin flies to a forested world to visit Grogu and is greeted by R2-D2 and Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka convinces Djarin that his presence will hinder Grogu, so he returns to Tatooine after asking Ahsoka to deliver the gift, a Beskar chainmail tunic, to the youngling. Jedi Master Luke Skywalker has begun training Grogu, his first student, to use the Force. Skywalker helps the youngling remember the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, where he saw many Jedi killed during Order 66. Back on Tatooine, Fett and his allies discuss their manpower shortage, and Jaren attempts to enlist Cobb Vanth and his people for the fight. After Jaren leaves, the hired gun Cad Bane arrives on behalf of the Pikes to order the town to be neutral in the upcoming war. Following a standoff, Bane shoots both the Marshal and his deputy. Two Pikes later plant a bomb in the sanctuary in Mos Espa. Far away, Luke gives Grogu a choice. Take the chainmail and stop his training, or take Yoda's lightsaber and become a Jedi. Cad fucking Bane, that is my favorite part of the episode. I just gotta say, like, with all the fan service. I mean, because to be honest, who was not in this episode? Everyone was in this episode. But, like, I've been waiting for Cad Bane. The way people feel about Boba Fett is the way I feel about Cad Bane. Because he fucking earned it. He fucking earned it in Clone Wars. And, like, my god, I love that character so much. And to see him in live action, like... We knew it. We knew it was going to be Cad Bane. The way he walked in, like, fucking a Clint Eastwood movie right there. You know, like, the good, bad, the ugly. There it is. He just wears his fucking toothpick. Like, right there. Oh, I loved it. The shootout was great. Because in the beginning with, with Cobb Vance, you get that, that first shot. You get to see how good of a shot Cobb Vance is. Like, you know he knows his shit. And if it wasn't for that fucking deputy, who deserved to die, in my opinion, deserved to die. And he did. And he did. Like, he's the one who distracted Cobb. Like, if it wasn't for him, I think he would have had a chance against Cad without a problem. I'm so happy that that character now appears in Star Wars live-action canon. Like, that just, it filled me with such great joy. Pretty sure Cobb is going to be fine. Like, something's wrong with him. It's weird. Like, people were saying, well, something's wrong with him. Yeah, he just got shot, asshole. Yeah, he just got shoulder-checked by a blaster. Yeah, but at least it was just shoulder-checked. Like, I, you knew that, that Cad Bane was intentionally only, like, wounding him. And killing the other guy because he felt insulted by his actions. You know? God, he's just so cool. Like, that's it. At the end of the day, like, Cad Bane is just fucking cool. Cad Bane's all right. What? All right? He's all right. You know who's better? Cobb Vanth. The guy he shot. But not as a bounty hunter. Oh, no, no. I'm just... I'm more happy that Cobb Vanth is back in this episode. Oh, no. I was extremely happy with Cobb Vanth being bad. It's just like... To me, like, I've been waiting for, for Cad Bane for quite a long time to appear live action. Cobb Vance has been live action since, you know, for a while. Like, he came from a comic book, right? An expanded universe book? No, he came from the first of the in-canon Disney novels. The Aftermath books. The Aftermath books. Okay. I just I just love Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, I love him too. Love him since Justified. Hell, I loved him when he was American fucking Jedi from that Mila Jovovich film. Honestly, though, he should have just kept the armor. He should have kept the armor, but then Boba Fett wouldn't have it, and then a whole bunch of fanboys wouldn't know where to masturbate. Well, honestly, I'd rather have the book of Cobb Banth. I'm not disagreeing with you in that statement. I'm not disagreeing with you at all with that at all. I, I, I feel like he should have 
that he should have been the new Boba Fett and we could have called it the day. He's such a pretty man. I would subscribe to his Timothy OnlyFans. I, I feel like I want an entire YouTube tutorial about his hair. And I shave my head, but I still would watch it. Like, that hair is pristine. That, that hair is perfect. He His outfit, everything. The guy, the man is worshipable. So are we going to talk about the Jedi in the room? Or the two Jedis in the room? Or the one in training Jedi in the room? Nah, I think I think we know what he's going to choose. He's he's going to choose Yoda's lightsaber, which was destroyed in the comic book, right? No, he's not going to do that. They retconned that, which annoys me that they keep retconning the comic books because, like, what the fuck? Why am I reading them, you assholes? But, yeah, he's, of course, going to choose the Mithril shirt. Although, honestly, I kind of think it's shitty that Luke's making him choose. It is shitty. It is extremely shitty. Like, you get to choose your... But that's... See, this is the problem with the way I think they're locked into a corner with Luke's behavior. It's like, we can't get this, like, awesome, expanded universe, new Jedi Order kind of vibe. We know that Luke tried to do the old school, original training of the Jedi, and it doesn't work. But, like, what we really should be doing is Luke should be like, no, you get to have both. You get to be friends with Mando, and you get to train here. Yeah, Luke got both. Luke got to be a Jedi and also have his friends. Yeah, like that's the point. I feel like that's the that's that should be the lesson here. And like it's not. And that's it kind of bothers me that we're stuck with that for a little while. But like there's still so much beauty in this and the way he's trying to teach and so much emotion with that. I mean, the Yoda throwbacks, the music throwbacks, the uh, there was such great shit there. I, I, I absolutely adore it. But yeah, I think it's shitty that Luke is making him choose. And it's like, you don't get this if you choose that. Oh, sorry. You know, this it's a, it's just a little mean, in my opinion. Also hypocritical. Yeah. Well, I think, like, it's that's not the fault of, of the writers here. They're literally locked into this cycle because of the sequel trilogy, which just makes me loathe the sequel trilogy even more. Yeah, it does kind of limit what we can do with this character during this time period. Exactly. Exactly. One of the coolest things that we saw during this episode, though, was like the flashback of Grogu seeing Order 66 from the Jedi Temple. I hope we get more of that. I hope there is an answer to that, uh, to what happened next. Like the three Jedi that were defending him went down. So So who saved Grogu? Yeah, exactly. Who saved Grogu? Was it R2? I mean, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for R2 to just be like, and, and drag him away. But something else has to happen maybe grogu has like a a force meltdown and like kills everyone in the room like who fucking knows i i'm really curious how this is gonna pan out if i'm sure we're gonna get more not next episode but maybe mandalorian season three how did you feel about the updated look for luke i liked it i liked it a lot i thought it reminded very reminiscent and a simpler less uh dark version of his jedi outfit i mean like from return of the jedi and I, I found it more zen. I liked it. The CG was way better, too, than it was last season. Oh, the CG was incredible. Much, oh my god, like, leaps and bounds. I, I didn't bother me as much as it bothered other people, but, like, it's it, to, to watch it improve that way was, was really great. Well, you know, like, I guess this guy on the internet did a deep fake that was better than what they did last season, and they hired the guy. Yeah, they hired the guy. So he's like, no, I got this. There's still a bit of Uncanny Valley, but I think they kind of minimized it by, like, having him do his lines with like his face not on screen and it's good it's really good i still kind of think i would prefer they just cast a young luke this was this was this was good this was fine i'm just enjoying any moment we get with mark hamill at this point like give us as long as they can give us and then if they want to do something longer then yeah they'll probably have to cast a young luke but i'm i'm not nitpicking here anymore 
it's significantly better than we got last time, and I wasn't nitpicking last time. Like everyone else can scream bloody murder. I'm just going to enjoy Luke, even though he's being a little bit of a condescending prick. But it was still fun. It was still emotional, and I enjoyed every single moment that I saw everyone on screen, especially Ahsoka. Seeing Ahsoka with Luke, the amount of stuff that like one can like unpack from this, like just from the line, like you're so much like your father, like there's so much to contemplate. Like, how did they meet? What did, what have they talked about? We need more. Like, that's I I want that more than I want anything else from this show. I wanted I want to know what they shared. Like, what information has been. And he's like, "Well, I'm ever going to see you again." She's like, "Maybe." What the fuck is their relationship? <laughs> like, I need to know. Ah, I need to know so bad about them and what what they've talked about. All I can think of seeing them share a screen was just, "I want more." Yeah. It's like, just even the way she said it was so like, you're so much like your father. And like, he seemed calm about it. So I'm like, okay. You're so much like your father, torturing a young child. Yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the highlights to me was uh, just R2 whistling as he strolled through the forest. That was just a vibe. I enjoyed that deeply. Like, do, 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 do. As he led him to the bench, which those weird spies... Every, everyone in Star Wars is so lazy if you get to have those droids build these ancient temples for you. It's like the, the ancient temple Ikea droids will come and build it for you. Make it look like it's 4,000 years old. No problem. And they're building the temple that Kylo Ren is going to burn down in a couple of years. Yep. Yes, they are. And, you know, it's... It's really depressing that we know this is all going to end in failure. Yep. So, like, I literally laughed out loud when Ahsoka was like, oh, there's no place safer than next to Luke. I was like, oh. Oh, that's funny. Ah, adorable and awkward. Adorable and awkward all at the same time. Oh. Let's talk about the really big question here that this episode represented, which was how the fucking Jawas got that crate Dragon head on that ship. Like, it's an, it's a hood ornament. I get it. These they, these are like the tiniest people since the Wizard of Oz, and they managed to get that thing on their on their car. Yeah, I have no idea how they did that. It's like I can understand how the ancient Egyptians created the pyramids. I don't understand how the Jawas did that. Aliens, I guess. Aliens. I mean, I think the answer is definitely aliens, since everyone on this show is an alien. That that's that's fair. That's very fair. Uh, can we just agree that Boba Fett has really lost the narrative of his own show? Um, yeah, he was in the episode, though, at least this time. He was there. We saw him. He didn't have any lines. We got a whole two minutes of silence from Boba Fett, mm-hmm. which actually is canonically just kind of his thing. True. So maybe that's just the vibe they're going for. He just sits there and looks pretty while everyone destroys his territory because he's kind of a shit boss so far. He's not great. No, no. The Pikes went into the bar and blew it up. Killing Flashdance Girl. Making me very, very sad. But if you noticed, Max Rebo wasn't there. No, he was not there. So he is hopefully safe to do another gig. That guy is like... He's lucky as all points. Like, like he just keeps not showing up to work the days that, you know, his work blows up. Twice. So any, any guess on how this is all going to resolve in one more episode? One giant climactic fight and Grogu shows up to save the day. Maybe. You know, I think the main problem with this show is that they named it the Book of Boba Fett. Like, I feel like if they had just called it something else, like, we wouldn't 
have as many complaints. No, because it's supposed to be about Boba Fett and just shows Boba Fett being a really crappy boss. I get, I get it. Like it's, it's, it's weird. or being absent from the narrative entirely. Yeah, it's in the first few episodes were all like a very stylistic this, and then all of a sudden it turned into Mandalorian season three teaser. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. I mean, that my favorite episodes are Mando. I love Mando. Watching Mando makes me happy. But it, it's just weird that they chose this particular format for it. So the next episode will basically, if it connects it all together in a cohesive, wonderful, climactic narrative, then, you know, I'll, I'll, that's great. That's awesome. I mean, I still enjoy the show for what it is. I'm not sitting here hating on it in any way, shape, or form. But, like, I really want to see this having a climactic finish that feels put together and that it all makes sense. And this is the reason why we did this. That is, that's my wish. And that continues to be my wish. Yeah, but what what's the over-under on that? Because I, I don't see this coming together narratively in a way in one episode that it's going to, like, tie everything together with a bow. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, like, are they going to announce a season two? I don't know. Like, Boba Fett dying? I don't know. And Cobb Banth getting the armor back? Sure. And it's just someone realizing this was a big mistake. We never should have done that in the first place. Never should have brought back Boba Fett. It was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Wrong franchise. It's just so weird that it was such a bad call because he was great in the second season of The Mandalorian, but in his own show, kind of sucky. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say sucky because I don't know exactly what they're going for other than just like him being this weird crime boss that doesn't really know what he's doing like but then tell that story but you're not you're just uh, it's like the writers have add and they just couldn't focus on boba fett yeah maybe maybe it's like fennec shan's been doing all the heavy lifting side characters have been just like kind of little distractions so we don't have to focus on things and then now we have two episodes of mandalorian season three so the book book of boba fett ends up being uh a short story, a very short book. But that being said, the episodes we just got like are is some of the biggest fan service episodes of cohesive content that we've ever gotten in Star Wars. I mean, this episode alone, it's it's all fan service beauty. The last two episodes are great. They just don't have anything to do with Boba Fett. They're great because they're Mandalorian episodes. Basically, yes. So next week on The Mandalorian, season 2.5, we will see how it ends. Uh this show is so fucking weird. It's weird. It's just weird. Like, I don't, like, I'm not here to knock it, but, like, it's weird. It's like halfway through production, they were like, you know what, we're going to do this instead. Okay. <laughs> Did someone get sick? Did some Was someone an asshole and they just decided to, like, fire everyone except Fennec Shan? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm pleased with what we're getting, but, like, it doesn't, none of it makes sense as a Boba Fett show. No, it's not. They They totally shifted to the other Mandalorian in the room. The cooler, shinier Mandalorian. Who really should have just been the one to focus your attention on in the first place. Yeah, Boba Fett works better as a side character. Yeah, and even not. Like, if you wanted to bring somebody else, like, I agree with you. that Like, Boba Fett should never come back. Van should have gotten the armor some other way. He And he could have been the one to, to save Mando, you know, on the planet. In the same way. And it didn't have to change the story or do anything. We just make it. Cobb Vance and him being the next Boba Fett to a certain extent. And I think we would have been fine with that. And we wouldn't have been locked into this weird corner and we could just have had this really cool preview. I don't know. Or the exact same story too, where Cobb Vance is trying to like save Tatooine from being overrun by assholes without the Tusken Raider expansion. But I do like the Tusken. 
it has so much stuff that I like. It's just I don't understand what how it all fits together yet. And if they do it in one more episode, at the end episode, they manage to figure it out. Awesome. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at infinitycast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.